This is a public service announcement brought to you in part by the Prince of Botch himself. What's going on? The following show is called Life's a Botch. But I dedicate this to you, the one listening. No, 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 not the wrestling fan. I'm talking about you, the non-fan. Yeah, you, the casual watcher. Maybe you know somebody or you know of somebody. Maybe you know a name or two, but you don't really watch wrestling. If you're the type of person that doesn't keep up with it, doesn't follow it, don't care for it, probably call it the F word, you know, fake. Oh, yeah, that one. Or maybe you're the type that calls it a theatrical, live theater. Or maybe you're the type that calls it mm, just a nice rehearsal of... Uh, Entanglements of sorts. Well, the following show is dedicated to you. So sit back, relax, grab some popcorn, because you are about to go to school. Hey, start the show up, man. What's good, everybody, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy. The Prince of Baj, welcome to the season premiere, yo. Season premiere of Life's uh Baj. Are you ready? Hey, man, I know y'all missed your boy. You, you, you thought I was gone, right? Y'all thought I was gone. Y'all thought I stopped. No, man, what Big Sean and them say, why would I stop? I'm unstoppable, baby. This is the Life's a Boss podcast, and y'all already know, man. Your boy took a brief hiatus, you know what I'm saying? Spiritually, man, you got to get right. You got to reset. It's a new year. Happy New Year to everybody, man. We in the year 2022. And there's so much that's going to happen within this year. I'm excited. I'm happy. I got some new stuff that I'm going to try to bring out to y'all within this show. But y'all know how we do, man. First and foremost, it's Black History Month. And there was no better way to come back than in the start of Black History Month, ladies and gentlemen. So I got some really dope episodes for y'all like we did. If you haven't checked out the last series then that means you probably got to go back to last season when February started, you know what I'm saying? Go check out those episodes where we talk about influential Black wrestlers during Black History Month from 2021. However, if you are a, you know, familiar, hey, what's happening, Marks? It's, it's good to have y'all back, man. Y'all my fellow botchamaniacs out there, and I love rocking with y'all. So, Hey, man, you know, just thank y'all for rocking with your boy, being patient with your boy. We back. Like I said, we, it's all consistent from here now, baby. Ain't no more hiatus. Y'all gonna get them consistent episodes week after week after week. Now, that being said, let's go on right into the show, man. So first and foremost, I got to introduce y'all. I know I'm known for these intros. So if you're watching this on the YouTube, you probably recognize the face. You've seen this man on our show before. Same face. Different occupation, though. Yeah, you see, this guy, let me just say, you know, met him on the scene, man. My boy been, like, really rocking with you, man. Now, you know what I'm saying, was so friendly to me, man, from day one. Allowed me to bring him on the show. Back when he was in his reffing stage, that was in the reffing days, you know what I mean, when he was getting the feet wet, stepping into the arena, you know what I'm saying? But, man, a lot has happened. 
a whole lot has happened since the days of being ref in the business. No, 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 y'all. He ain't reffing no more. He told y'all right here exclusively on this show, if I might add. So if you haven't seen it, make sure you go back in the archives, deep in the archives, and check out this episode with this very guest because he told y'all, I'm going to be in the ring. And boy, not only is he in the ring, handing out whoopings, laying smackdowns, tossing them all out the rings, man. This guy is so tribal. I'm talking about so tribal that he one of the originators of the hottest group on the NBC scene. That's right. I'm talking about none other than the last tribe. I'm talking about my brother from a whole nother mother. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for the baddest man in the land. I'm talking about none other than my boy, Daryl Shaw. What's happening, man? Uh, thank you. Thank you. You're far too kind, man. You know I appreciate you, man. <laughs> appreciate you, man. Welcome back to the show, my guy. Been a minute. Good to you, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're the first person ever reached out to me for anything. <laughs> bro, <laughs> like, come on. Getting started, so. Come on. You know, I couldn't tell you, couldn't tell you, you know, man, I, I make time for you. Like My God. Word. Likewise, you know, hey, we see, we, 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 this is what we do, man. We two brothers that's grinding it out right now on the independent scene doing what we do, man. And we yeah. both just been shining ever since the first time we linked up on this very platform. Like I said, my faithfuls out there know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all seeing the journey. Deep, deep in the archives. Deep, deep in, the archives. in the archives, man. Y'all seeing the journey, so y'all recognize. Y'all know what it is. But uh, yeah, man, welcome back to the show. This is, this is you know, this is things that change. You know what I'm saying? We got segments again. You know, we got, you know, new backgrounds. We're going to change the background again on them some more. They just don't know that yet. But, uh, <laughs> Hey, you know, we, we here. And uh, first and foremost, dog, let's let's just go ahead and get into the first segment. This is a segment that we call Put Me Over. So, uh, hey, without further ado, man, let's go ahead and get into that Put Me Over segment. Okay, okay, okay. You know what? You know what? For once, I'm going to stop talking and chopping about myself, okay? You know what I'm going to do? I'm actually going to blab about you. I'm going to blab and I'm going to put my guy over, okay? Hey, yo, put me over. Hey, put me over. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about none other than my boy, Daryl Shaw. Hey, Daryl Shaw, go ahead and tell the people, you know, to the ones that's kind of new to this thing, maybe they wasn't really listening just yet when you was on the first go-round. So by all means, brother, tell the people right now and the people who probably, you know, listened to the early version of you and didn't get a chance to follow what you've done since then, tell everybody who is Daryl. Shaw. Well, first and foremost, it's the big step of Daryl Shaw straight out to South Side of Chicago. Mm. And last time I was on the show, chopping up my boy highlight. You know, I I do my ref thing. I was actually phasing out of my ref thing before the pandemic happened. So, mm. you know, <laughs> it's almost like I almost kayfabe you on that when I was kayfabing the world on the ref. Like, I, I still I still had to you know save face before. We started running shows again, so I had to be a ref a little longer than I expected. But hey, I, I dug it. I had people trying to get me to book the book um book me to be a ref on their shows. Like I had fun with it though. But you know, since then obviously things have changed. Um mm-hmm. on the other side of the spectrum now. 
Um, I don't count the butt whoopings. I hand them out at this point. So, and I've been mm-hmm. doing it for about over a year now, and I've been moving at a pretty fast pace. I'm not here to to my own horn, but I was on the expedited course in this. Come like, on. You know, people people told me I was a natural. I've won two titles. I've traveled. I've done different shows and work with people who's now um, in NXT and Major League Wrestling. And you see a lot of people I work with on AEW Dark now. So um, it's been a journey, just like all the people I've met and made connections with. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man, but I, I'm enjoying it, though. It's stressful, but, but I enjoy it, though, man. Come on, my guy. That's what I'm talking about. See, you, you my boy, two-time champion. Y'all see these championships piling up in this, too? It's going to be 10 times more from this point on, dog. And for every title that my boy win, that means he coming right back on this show to brag about the title he just won because he told y'all he was going to win that title. Right, so just know that. Make that noted. You know what I mean. And you know your boy a champ too. You know what I'm saying. I'm a belt in the room right now. I can't really go grab it because I'm sitting here interviewing my guy. But you know the the Prince of Boston got you know his fair share of championships too. Apparently, you know since the last time we did this thing. So you know I'm about to flex that. You know the people know what I'm talking about. Sometimes I bring it with me. Sometimes I don't. But we gonna show that to him off there. That's all fair for my boys. You know, but. Man, come on now. You, you, come on. Look. It, but Daryl, bro, seriously, man, this is this is where I just want to say, man, tell the people about the journey and how the last tribe formed, man. Like, how did that even come about? All right. So the last tribe formed, it started with um a big smooth who's my brother. Mm-hmm. And you know, they were um trying to uh, work on an angle to put the uh, we used to be called victory championship wrestling we spartan rest spartan pro wrestling now but mm-hmm. back in the vcw days you know smooth they're passing the torch to him so he was such a i ain't cussing on your show but he was such a <laughs> a, a, da- a dastardly heel at the mm-hmm. time so they was like i how can he was like just pissing off everybody in the little town we was running in because he was just so good at being a heel so yeah. I was like, okay, what's the most dastardly way we can put the title on him and just like get heat galore? Mm-hmm. So, you no, know, me, I'm just started off training. I'm like three months in or whatever. Mm-hmm. They looked at me like, oh, what, what about him? He, he, he seemed like he ready. You know, Smooth put me over to the owner and said, yeah, he, he's, he's ready. So, you know, that's when I was became a ref because they need a, a ref to make this thing pop. Mm-hmm. So, they get into 2020. I started refing um, I was kayfabe and the boys pretty much. Like, I showed up to training. Like, oh, yeah, he going to be a ref now. Training to be a ref. Mm-hmm. Right, so they started training me. I had, actually had to train to be a ref because, you know, even though I was, like, playing one, you know, you can't give it off to the people. So I had to look like I was legit in there. So yeah. don't raise no concerns. Like, I'm already big, so they're just going to raise eyebrows anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm in there doing my ref thing. So when that time come, um I wish the footage still out there on fight somewhere, maybe. I know I got it. So the time came, it was a spot where uh Smooth was going against the golden boy, Johnny Slaughter, and Slaughter acted like he was about to suplex him off the, the rope or something like that. And I came up and gave him the the low blow while he up there. And people were like, Oh, what just happened? Gave him the low blow, power bombed him off. Uh Smooth came off the second with a splash. One, two, three, man, heat galore. Like, man, I had to, um, security had to walk me to the back. Uh, 
I couldn't leave. I, I, I couldn't leave the building until like everybody was gone. I, I left the building so late that night, and man, them them folks were they was out there waiting on me, and I was like, and I love this. <laughs> yeah, come on, come on. See, and it's 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 nothing like doing what you love, man. And I do remember from having you on the first time. That was all about what it was like. We were sitting here chopping it up about wrestling, um, but also talking about the fact of how we've loved this since like day one and what got us into day this one, man. man so just reintroducing the people into who daryl shaw is who the man is and uh the persona that's out there stepping on them, you know what i'm saying high stepping on them, letting them know what it is right here with the last trial you feel me <laughs> yeah yeah so you know it's black history month my guy you know what i mean this is definitely a very celebrated moment for our culture you know what i mean this is that time where we reflect and realize how far we've progressed and you know of course how long we got to go from the progression that our people before us have led out and laid out so this is a wrestling show and people think, well, you know, it's entertainment, right? You know, what kind of history do you have in pro wrestling? Aha, uh-huh. there's a lot of history in pro wrestling, people. You'd be surprised at what we go through, even in the wrestling business as Black people. So without further ado, let's, let's get right on into it. So I'm going to ask some things for you. So let's just start at the top. And let's just ask you this, man. Tell the people who have been pro wrestling black pro wrestling inspirations what black pro wrestlers have inspired you into doing what you do right now well you know me like we didn't talk like I'm, I'm old school with it so like mm-hmm. the first black wrestler i seen was coco beware i thought he was the coolest thing ever mm-hmm. and then from then it was a uh, bad news brown you know, mm. I didn't like him. I didn't like him when I was a kid because, you know, baby face yeah. heels. You know, you don't like the bad guy. But yeah. growing up, like, I, I, I patterned a lot of my stuff after him. Mm. And uh, Butch, Butch Reed, I, when I first started training, I wanted to be like Butch Reed. And, um, yeah. of course, Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons and Doom. And so many of them love New Jack growing up because ECW is so different. Rest and, um, yeah. you know, pretty much all of the nation like even like the rock and of course harlem heat man when they when they hit the scene like i was like man who are these guys and why are they winning everything like yeah. i ain't like them because they had sealed but i was mad because they kept winning i'm like <laughs> these guys are good come man, on booker t just booker t just grew on me so then lashley came in i was like man we we, mm-hmm. we doing something <laughs> mm-hmm. come on yeah, last year was my guy. Like, still, still my guy. Yeah, but, man. Those were like some of the um. As far as me starting out watching mm-hmm. wrestling, like those were the people, and it's probably more because WCW had a a slew of them. They had um, uh, hard work, uh, Bobby Walker and Ice mm-hmm. Train, and like so many guys, hard body Harrison. Just they, they they had a lot of black workers. You can't forget Two Cold Scorpio because he he changed oh, the game. So. Highly underrated, man. Highly underrated. Highly. You know that was my guy. He had to fade and everything. He was, he was out there doing it. Come on, man. You know that is so dope because uh, I like the list of people that you named. Even though there's so many, you can pick and choose from. Um, the ones off top that you named are some of the most underrated. Like when you mentioned a bad news Brown, you know you don't hear him get talked about as much through wrestling history. Uh, some argue and even say. 
that the Stone Cold Steve Austin gimmick is, dare I say, taken from... Yeah, you know, a lot of people say that that Stone Cold Steve Austin persona that we love so much is bitten a little bit from Bad News Brown, the originator of that, you know, the attitude. All all black, I I wear the black gloves. You know, mm-hmm. trying to look like him, and of course, I got the bad news. Brown do so, come on, nah, come on. I, I, I get, I, I get some comparisons with him, but you know, it's working for you, my guy. Yeah, hey, it, it works. Take bad it news in. Brown, he's in, he's in the league of his own, man. He is, bro. He is. But I like the fact that a guy like that is actually resurrected, you know, in spirit through a wrestler like yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because then that way. Sure. You can remind people like, hey, no, you need to go back in the day. No, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's it's kind of cool, you know, that you are able to take wrestlers that don't get enough credit, you know, and be able to like take mm-hmm. that influence and say, okay, I'm gonna use that in my character and pick and pull from that. So I really, I really respect that, brother. That's like that's a great, great thing to do, man. Salute to you for that. <laughs> um let me see. So Talk to me in general, um, what does it mean to you? Um, you talk about inspirations and you talk about, you know, who inspired you and who were some of the first black wrestlers you that stuck out to you, whether you loved them or hated them, the fact that they stuck out. So as you got older and you really started to really like, you know, cause there's, as a kid, when you love wrestling, right? You're just a kid, you, you see characters, you love them and you hate them. Then you go through a mature phase. You know, we talked about this before. Where, you know, you, you get in that uncool phase where wrestling isn't necessarily cool to everybody else anymore because you're older now, but you're still liking it and you're still into it. Mm-hmm. And you start to realize in a deeper meaning about some things. You realize, hey, I never noticed this as a kid. You know, uh, how come I don't see enough of this or enough of that? You know, little things like that. Mm-hmm. Um Tell me what it means to you specifically. What does it mean to be black in pro wrestling? And you could ask that question to about 50 different people and get 50 different answers. So mm-hmm. um, it all comes down to the individual, honestly. Like, what do you want out of pro wrestling? Like, for one, know that, you know, essentially this and this ain't our game. Mm-hmm. This this wasn't meant this wasn't meant for us, so you got to kind of go in with that like the business owes us nothing, and you know being black you know in professional wrestling especially in the indie scene you know you got to be all about your business, mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> it's um a lot of things that you know other people can get away with that we can't get away with. I ain't saying you got to go out there and be like Uncle Tom and nothing like that, but um, yeah. being a black wrestler. You definitely got to move a certain way to like get what you want, but you got to keep it business like all the way. It got to be business for us. It got to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Uh, Approaching things in a business aspect while being smooth. And, you know, if you think about it, it's it's very similar to the music business in its own way too. Like uh, those same aspects you just mentioned is kind of like how you have to do when you play in the field. Like I'm a rapper, but they want me Mm -hmm. to rap about, the stereotypical things i can't just rap about yeah. x y and z and make money from it you know like yeah, so i get that's that just, that's life in general like if you got a a real job a shoot job you know you don't give all of you at that job you know you 
you give enough to make them not want to raise an eyebrow with you. But no, you got, you know, you're essentially playing the part. Like, if I go to work <clears throat> to make my money and leave, just like I do with these wrestling shows, and I, and I will say, you know, if you black, I might find you that that one group with some real ones to mm. be around, one that's not going to gaslight you, one that's going to keep it 1,000 with you mm. and everything, like try to push push you to make merch and push you to get on the right shows, just not any shows. And like, I'm glad I got that with my brothers, uh, Smooth and uh, Brandon Cash and, of course, Skrilla and Tyreek. Like, you know, we all bros in this, but Smooth and uh, Brandon Cash, like those are my bros. So I'm glad I came into wrestling. I did at the time. Even though I started out later, but just knowing I'm around them and just how much like game we give each other, like you know, after the show we hang out after every show, we yeah. just like just be just just talking, like just talking business and talking about all right, what we gonna do, like how can we be better in this, like it's, it's, it's love. So you you really need you really need that because everybody, you know, it's a cold business, so everybody's not gonna be looking out for your best interest because everybody want to you know be on top. So, like I said, find you that that right group. You know, I was just blessed enough to just walk right into it. But find you that group, you know, and just hang on to that, man. Cause like it's a it's a cold business, man. Like it's a business, <laughs> just like just just like any other business. Like it ain't just wrestling, but it's, it's cold, man. You gonna you gonna you gonna need you some you gonna need you some one hundred brothers on your side. Oh yeah, no, no, and you know you can tell, and I love how you put that in a way where it doesn't give it away but it's enough to kind of educate you know that, that, that's a really you know this you've been here before that's what life's a botch has always been about man it's to educate all those out there who don't really know like to my casual listeners out there you know my, my hardcore listeners y'all kind of already know this because y'all hardcore but to the casual ones out there who you know, you either listen to the show because you support your boy or you listen to the show because you're very intrigued by all this deep intellect conversation about pro wrestling, something you thought was just something people do on television, you know, and you're like, oh, that's it. It's just this and that. No, there's such a deeper, deeper analysis on this. And it's so great to educate you guys on that. And so shout out to y'all, man, because y'all make this what this show is. So um, keeping it alive like that, man, tell me for you, now that we know what it is, being black let's talk about black culture now you mentioned being old school in terms of growing up so tell me man um you mentioned the coco beware as the bad news browns um not sure if we mentioned junkyard dog but like a junkyard dog like growing up all of these think about the track of history over decades of wrestling like what is it how how does black culture like feel in pro wrestling to you like has it evolved a lot from the earlier days uh has it always been the same and it's just a lot more open and free now like what's your views on black culture and pro wrestling right now well being somebody that started watching wrestling in the early 90s and i mean by early 90s as in 1990 mm-hmm. i mean i pretty much seen everything mm-hmm. <laughs> like in, over the last 30 years as far as black wrestlers go and i can tell you all all of it ain't been good now i'm seeing some stuff that i didn't get back mm-hmm. then like i remember when they had tony atlas coming out with the shaka zulu gimmick or just mm-hmm. like 
Yeah. Every every of those between there, you have to hip hop. You don't stop. All them dudes coming down there doing that, and they either always said like you know, <laughs> between <laughs> then and maybe up until like a few years ago, like when New Day came out. Mm-hmm. Like if you was a black wrestler, either you was mad, um, <laughs> you were dancing, you was rapping, or you was androgynous or something like that, like <laughs> Velveteen or something like that. Like for real, like those like or the um. The, the flashy dudes like uh MVP or something like you, you oh, like that yeah. like you, mm-hmm. you 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 brash you like you always loud for some reason <laughs> like you just loud so <laughs> so when uh when New Day came out no they they loud too but it's like they they wasn't like they look like they gimmicky but you could tell like they just like be doing their thing so it kind of all right so it, it's it's refreshing because. I mean, crime time was like gimmicky as like been a bug, but I <laughs> I like I like they style, but like I when I first seen them, I was like, good lord, they just going for it. But, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I appreciate I appreciated what they did. I was still on their side because like no matter what, like even like some kid, like if your gimmick was trash or whatever like that, like I'm like, man, you black, I'm on your side. Let's do it. Come on. And I forgot to mention you said junkyard dog. I forgot him. I gotta put Rodney Mac in there. That was my guy. Oh, the white boy challenge, baby. <laughs> the white boy the challenge. Boy. Rodney <laughs> Mac. Listen, man. Listen. Listen. Okay. Need you on Life's Bodge Podcast, my guy. Okay. I need to get you on. I know somebody out there. If you gotta connect, tell them. Hit up me. Hit me up, man. Life's a Bodge podcast at gmail.com, y'all. Hey, tell this man we need to get him on here because we need to find out about that white boy challenge, man. For real. We need that jump back hey, on the slick. For real, hey, bro. I like, watch him. I watch him, Mark Henry, Big Zeke. Like, like yeah. there's so many black wrestlers. I didn't even realize I left so many out. But. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a lot of them, man. Like I said, you can't really name everyone, but to me, when I do that question, it's more like who stood out the most to you? You know, this is kind of more like a mm. personal question on which ones that like really stuck to you. Cause we can name them all day. Like who we liked mm. and it's not cause we black, you know, they relatable, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of the gimmick, yeah. regardless of this, but like there are some that just stick with you and you say, yeah, that's it. You know, like, like for me, of course, Booker T, like you said, Booker T was always a guy, mm. Booker T and Stevie Ray, Harlem Heat in general, uh, I remember seeing them and hearing the theme song, and I'm like, oh, yeah, dog. Hey, who are these dudes? I like these dudes, man. Book T made you want to yeah. just put a Band-Aid over your nose just because. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> when the Dreads came out and he started, you know, at hey. first, I didn't like WWE Booker T at first. But once them Dreads started swinging yeah, and hanging, and I might, can you dig it, sucker? Like, dog, <laughs> it made your boy want to grow dreads. That's the reason my hair growing out now. I'm like, man, I've always wanted <laughs> oh, yeah. to do the Booker T, and I'm able to do it now. I'm like, yes, you know? I, I, had, to, I had to grow to love WWE Booker T, too, because I was such a WCW Booker T guy. Like, he was, he was that dude. He was like, and yeah. then he came over there. He essentially working from the bottom, but he was on top. Duh. Yeah. But like, no, Booker. Hey, look at the legend, man. I'm telling you, man. So it just it's just one of those reasons where I like I like these answers coming from you, brother, because that's good perspective to see that it really has evolved. I mean, I really appreciate and love the fact that you do see um a lot more black wrestlers now than you did over the span of decades like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because 
when you think about, you didn't see a lot of main event black folks. You didn't see a lot of black folks in the main event. You know, you know, I saw them in the mid card, or dare I say, maybe Jobber to some degree. You know, like a Ricky Smiley, yeah. another guy. Man, Norman Smiley. Man. About Norman Smiley. Yeah. Norman Smiley. I always confused him with Ricky because once, <laughs> see, the thing was, I knew Norman first, right? But when Ricky came out and I started hearing about Ricky, I used to always confuse them too because I'm like, oh man, like, but Norman Smiley, guys, Norman Smiley was Norman actually Smiley. one of my favorites. I feel like he doesn't get talked about enough sometimes too, man, because he was a guy. He's love when he come out. He just he just grooving. He's doing like that backhand bounce, man. man. He just, you know what I mean, like. No. I tried to imitate his body, his body slam so many times. I was like, man, this, I'm gonna tell my knees I'm trying to do this. So, <laughs> so I, I do, I, I I do a basic rendition of his body slam. I still swing him, but I'm not doing all that twirling. I'm just, I just stand yeah. up and swing him. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm telling you, man. Shout out to Norman, another guy. We definitely at some point down the line, we got to get that man on the show just to be like, hey, Norman, come on, bro. Tell us the secret of, of the, that black excellence like that, man. But, um, yeah, dog, like, that is, that's a real good aspect. So, where do you see pro wrestling now for black culture in the next, say, five to ten years? Like, how do you view black pro wrestling right now? Like, do you think we'll get a all black wrestling promotion at some point. Do you think, um, what, do you, what do you honestly see for black pro wrestlers as a whole in the next five to 10 years? I mean, it could definitely be an all black promotion in the next five to 10 years. It's just gonna depend on the black people. If that makes sense, like I ain't no me. I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. Like, I'm just I'm just giving from my experience without giving away mm-hmm. too much. But as far as uh, black wrestlers as a culture in general for the next mm-hmm. uh, five to ten years, I will see. You're starting to see it more now. You're starting to see people be their um authentic selves. Like it's not as gimmicky. Like mm-hmm. I can look at a wrestler now. I'm like you could tell if somebody faking the funk. But I can look at that um uh, that young cat that Car- that Carmelo cat from NXT Ooh, and have like yeah. he just dripped out like yeah. dripped out the Montez Ford Montez Ford I could tell like you know people might think that's gimmicky but I could look at him like man that's that's really doom like that's Montez him. Ford just so goofy goofy <laughs> dancing dude fresh yeah. fresh 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 in the mug like jumping out jumping to the heavens like as crazy athletic dude like you're gonna mm-hmm. see a lot more people being there authentic selves and this hard because everybody want to like do some type of gimmick but you know one thing they teach us is like if you're a wrestler be you times turned up to 11 mm-hmm. so this is gonna start seeing people being their authentic authentic selves like no matter no matter what background they came from Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you know I love that that thought because um another black wrestler we could go on to mention as gimmicky as the character may be, we've actually had him shout out shameless plug again shout out to this man they call Charles Wright A.K.A. the Godfather who's also been oh yeah. by the way oh <laughs> by the way to those who don't know your boy is nicknamed and deemed the Apprentice Pimp of the godfather okay you don't believe me if you don't believe me go back into the archives look for the episode with the godfather where he literally nicknamed and deemed your boy the apprentice pimp trust me when i say for the life's a botch brand 
those shirts will be coming soon. Therefore, <laughs> he's he's the per he's the perfect example because uh Godfather was actually you know doing that back then. You know, he's running strip clubs. He was really about that pimp life. So yeah. you think about how he came in, then his gimmicks flopped like Papa Shango and uh Kama, they flopped. But when he turned himself up, his true self, his authentic self, mm -hmm. the, the pimp daddy that he really was, mm -hmm. and turned it up a notch, that's his most successful character because he's being himself, mm -hmm. but turned up to the max. And that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And you had a hellacious run, and you and people gonna always remember the godfather. Like if you old school like me and you, yeah, you're gonna remember Papa Shango and um Kama. But yeah. Everybody else, the young cats, they gonna always remember who the Godfather is. So he the he the perfect example. Oh yeah, man. Listen, that thing. Uh, honestly, I mean, he even admitted himself right here on the show. Like I remember sitting and chopping it up with him, and he literally said that was legitimately him. Out of any character, that really yep. was him. Um, now, to a degree, he did mention for the record, people. He does not like pimps in real life. Okay, he actually hates pimps. But in terms of, like you said, having fun, you know, smoking a fatty, kicking it with the ladies, all that, that was authentically him, and he loved every minute of it. Just, and just, just turned it up a better like living a version of yourself. So yeah, so took yeah. what he knew. And it was over. You know what I mean? The fans ate it up every single I was just watching 2002 Royal Rumble not too long ago, and I just remember right when he came out, <laughs> how that crowd went so crazy because that was his re-debut you know what I mean that crowd was come out late <laughs> you know what I'm saying he came out that my dude bro went and grabbed like God, grow up. 50 million girls and just pulled them all out and just kept on dancing I'm like man, man. he came out there dancing but he and then he he came he started popping. I was like, just turned a teenager, so you already know he was rocking with the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> Best time too. Like, I'm know. telling you, hands down, hands down. So you know, all of those to say. Now that we got all that being said, that's a great answer. I love that answer from you, Daryl. So we're gonna see because I, I totally agree with you. I definitely we can already see a lot of wrestlers, black wrestlers, being themselves authentically. Uh, not trying to be a gimmick or anything. They're taking who they are, and who they are is the gimmick because it's real life. And it's over if it's over. You know what I mean? They're doing what they mm -hmm. need to do. And if it's not over, they're finding ways to add a little something extra to it to turn it up and not to get it over. So at the end of the day, mm -hmm. they are who they are, and I can't wait to see Black wrestling in the next five to ten years, uh, where it heads and how it evolves and elevates. Because that's what we do, baby. We evolve. We keep evolving, yes, you know? Sir people take culture that we do we do that that's just, just how we are that's how we build okay um so let's get into some fun with the show now let's get into a little fun here my guy so right now man this is the part where i'm gonna ask you man i want to know talk to your boy and tell me it's gonna be tough it's got a lot of themes out there but i need you to tell me right now what is your top five favorite black Wrestling things. <laughs> well, since we done talked them up, uh, I'll probably put Godfather at number one because I, I just like the way that <laughs> that guitar that guitar came in and, and that, that bass. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Definitely, definitely, definitely up Godfather. Um, I say the the nation thing, the one that's like 
not the first nation of domination thing, but the one where, like when they had like the rock and D-Lo in them. Like mm. when it's like a slowed up version of the rock's current theme song. Um mm. that one definitely. Um yeah. Harlem, Harlem Harlem Heat. Of course. Yeah, okay. That thing used to that, that song used to slap for real. And um, it's gonna be so many of them, and I'm I'm probably gonna miss out a lot on a lot of them. But um, the primetime players they had they they first theme song, oh. not the not the make not not the making moves. That's a good one too, the making moves. But that um, uh, like move, get it, get it, get it, get it, it like that one. I thought that one you slept too. And for the uh, fifth one. Man, I don't know. I thought this was, thought this was gonna be a lot easier. Um, I'm gonna say uh, D-Lo. We're looking at the real deal now. Uh, <laughs> wait, D-Lo in there. Say what? Okay. Okay. I heard my neck plenty of times trying to do that walk in eighth grade, man. Man, you. Oh my goodness, bro. Whiplash City trying to do that. Man, what? you know what? Still can't do it. <laughs> I'm props to D-Lo for being able to do that for so many years without any kind of neck problems. But hey, man, it works. It works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> but I love it, man. I love it, D. Like, man, that's what I'm talking about right there. Like, you literally just signify like that was a unique list by the way because it, it was very unique because when i ask this to every other wrestler it's going to be very interesting to see how many themes are common and how many are not and so i'm i'm going to remember that list so that we can compare them to some of the others and we're going to see who gets left out we're going to see who gets brought in all that good stuff but nonetheless my guy solidified this as one of the greatest <laughs> list of all time so real quick man um tell me some of your top five right now um who are your top five black wrestlers right now and who would you say are your top five all time all right um right now um i'm gonna put lashley up there he's top of the food chain okay lashley doing this thing Mm -hmm. um i don't want to make it too like to me in the major players, but like Biggie, Biggie and uh, Lashley gonna be like my top like, mm. major players. Okay. And then, um, for I guess three or two, whatever order is going in, it's um a cat that's making moves in uh, MLW right now. Uh, okay. Alex Kane. Woo! Working with Suplex Assassin. Yeah. Yeah. Working at a a nice little few with him um last year so okay. I, I could see him hitting you know he got the look um right now that i enjoy watching because I, I watch a lot of um a lot of indie stuff too mm-hmm. um yeah man don't leave your indie um, guys out you gotta throw them in there too man let's get them in there it's it's it, it's my dog um lamar Diggs. he um he's okay. based out of georgia Remember okay. the name? He gonna, be, he gonna be making a lot of making a lot of noise. Right, so I guess I'll right. find the one, my number one right now. I'm gonna say the tribe, baby. Woo! <laughs> Whoa! Come on! Come on! Shout out to the tribe, y'all! Shout out to the tribe! Yes, top five, top five. And you know the reason why I keep it at top five? Cause we got to do this for the five time, five time, five time, five time, five time. Oh yeah, and that's. 
And that and that top five, like, it make you really think. Like, I just did, like, if you just telling me just name, I would probably would have been naming a whole bunch of people. But that top five, like, really gets you. It gets, gets you going. going. That's why I limit it, just, you know? Just like, yeah, just like out there. Like, you got to be using your head. So, I like head. that. I love it, man. So, go ahead now. Now, we done, we, we done got the present, you know what I'm saying, the current right now. I need your top five all time. So, this is really going to be challenging because now you're digging from Past, present, future, like who you got in your all time right now? Top five black wrestlers all time. All time. Um uh, Rodney Mac. Okay. Uh, Bad News, Bad News Brown. Ooh, okay. Um, Butchery. Okay. Um uh, Mark Henry. Ooh, okay, okay. And let's see who I wanna go. For this last one of all time, man, I gotta put Booker in there just because he's so he's so decorated, man. Like if you think, like he's he's the marking stick as far as like most successful like black wrestler like of our era of our time, mm-hmm. it's him. So I gotta mm. put Booker on there. That makes sense. You know what really is so amazing out of all of this is that not one time with the exception of a sprinkle of the nation here and there. Not one time have I heard you mention The Rock. And that is very interesting. Normally, I, I hear rock, that a lot. The, uh, when I talk about the nation music, I'm mean, probably threw a little sprinkle of The Rock. In yeah, that's so why I said, yeah, I've noticed you threw some sprinkles in there when it came to the nation, but not one time. Usually, right, and, and I'm sure that's why I said, you know, down the line, I'm going to hear this with probably some of the other guests that I bring on with this question. So I'm sure The Rock's going to come up with more. But again, just to show how standout and unique my boy Daryl is, you know what I'm saying? This is not the down credit everything The Rock's done. I just, I, I get it, because I know that's the first person you usually hear come out of a person's mouth when yeah. they talk about a top black wrestler or, you know, different top black wrestling theme, you know, because of how iconic, the, if you smile, you know, just all that, right? So, yeah. And today, credit like a lot of them like started out watching wrestling in the late '90s. So The Rock was the guy. I started out in the early '90s. Mm-hmm. The Rock was like, don't get me wrong, I was a huge Rock fan. But you mm-hmm. know, The Rock then started popping off. So I was like, much, much older. Like I still mm-hmm. rock with him, but it's so many black wrestlers before. That's what I'm saying. Like Butch Reed mm-hmm. and like Bad News Brown. These Come these on. are people I seen. Come on, for the rock, so. Come on, my guy. <laughs> giving it to them for the youngins out there. Giving them all the little nuggets. Now they're going to go research and be like, oh, Bad News Brown. Who's this Bad News Brown guy? Hey, oh, you will not be disappointed. <laughs> you already know, man. We in a Google situation. You already know, man. That's a Google situation for you, baby. Go oh, look yeah. up some of them names that was mentioned up by my boy, Daryl Shaw. So, Daryl, man, before I let you go, my guy, I must ask now, one last thing is, what you got coming up for the people so that they can keep up with you and tell them where to follow you, my guy? Man, you know, right now, just uh, follow me. Hit me up on Facebook um, at Daryl Shaw. Um, you, you'll see me on there, like you, you'll know it's me. You, you'll see this, you'll see this mug. You're gonna see me with the Tupac bandana with the Diggy jersey on, cause I like both of them. Come so on now. I, I come, I come rocking it just like that, and you know you can find me on there, and that's where I keep up for real. Like you know, um, 2021 was a pretty, pretty good year, and well, 
it was good. Like it, it, it was some things like within our company, like some BS that happened, and mm-hmm. I ain't gonna get to all the personal crap that happens in the South. So it kind of went down a little bit, but it went back up in 2022. Mm-hmm. It's much better, you know, getting more opportunities, um, branching out, uh, traveling more, just um, connecting with people, just. Just, just getting, just getting my matches up, man. Just, just trying to do everything, keeping in contact with great people like you and uh, like Janelle at the Jobber Tears. Like y'all do so much for yeah. us. Yes, like, sir. Not, not just wrestling in general. Like y'all, y'all do a lot for us. So yes, I definitely appreciate y'all. Man, listen, we appreciate you, brother. Seriously, man, you guys are the reason why we create platforms like what we do. Um, you know, to not only elevate you guys and salute you guys for what you grind in and what y'all do for us man to entertain the people and also represent us as black culture but also man just to say thank you man because y'all are highly respected and appreciated for the work that y'all put in regardless of the level regardless of where you at we thank y'all and we pushing y'all and encouraging y'all because when we see y'all on the tv screens we know hey shout out to my guy man my guy Daryl shot up there killing him right now boy Look at that. You know what so, I'm saying? So, hey, you know what it is, dog. You found, man. You know we gotta oh, yeah. bring you back. And it ain't the last time. People gonna know about your smoke. Trust me. We're gonna have <laughs> you on again and again and again and again. You already oh, yeah. know. So uh before I let yeah. you go one more time, man. You wanna you wanna get a people a promo skill real quick? You wanna cut a little promo on the one time? Oh man, it's been a minute. I'll I give them a little something though, my give what I little. learned. Yeah, you're in training, give me little, ain't gotta be long, you know, gotta yeah, engage yeah, yeah. all things. So, little I little give some, yeah, give him a little taste of a promo, real quick. Right. Come <laughs> promo on them, my guy, off top of the dome. Mm, let's get it. It's the big step of Daryl Shaw coming to you live from the south side of Chicago, 63rd Street, representing. Now, I know it's a lot of y'all out there wondering who is this guy. Hey. You ain't got to ask for too long, because very, very soon, y'all going to get to know me in a way that you probably don't want to get to know me. So, hey, if you rock with me, you just rock with me. If you don't, you're going to wish you did, because once you're in that ring with me, you're going to be up looking at the lights, because that's how I get down. Tribe up. Mm, tribe up. You already know what it is, dog. That's my guy. Straight up. Tribe, make some noise. Tribe, stand up. Let's tribe up this thing, baby, because you already know what's going down. My tribe greater than yours, baby. What's happening? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. Hey, so ladies and gentlemen, y'all, y'all already know, man, this is how we doing. Get used to it. All February, straight up blackness, man. We give a black guest. Black thoughts and opinions, black top fives, and black culture all through the Life Sabotage podcast. So if you're listening, you ain't black and you got a problem with it, well, hey, man, you should know your host is black. You should know I'm black by now. So you know I got to bring the blackness to my show. That's what we do, okay? Either way, I still love and appreciate you. Now, if you wait to wait until like further down the line, hey, that's cool. Maybe you skip in February. I can I get it. No judgment, okay? No, it's a no judgment free zone. You know what I mean? Still, I appreciate y'all though, man, because y'all my peoples. I love y'all. I respect y'all and I value y'all, man. That's what we do right here on the Life Sabash Podcast. So without further ado, man, you already know follow the Life Sabash Podcast. On Instagram at Life Sabash Podcast. Also, go follow and like the Facebook 
on Life's a Botch Podcast on Facebook. You know what it is. Get used to the homie Daryl Shaw. Like I said, you're seeing him all over Facebook, grinding it out with the tribe, putting in the work. You're going to see him on your TV screens. You're going to see him all over the internet flash. You're going to see him everywhere. So get used to it. And you're going to see him right here again some more on the Life's a Botch Podcast. So that being said, until the next time, man, y'all already know how we do it. It's your boy Dwayne, aka the Highlight Reel, the Prince of Botch, and the Apprentice Pimp. And we signing out this thing. Peace. Hey, Highlight, I want to say one, I want to say one more thing, Highlight. What, what you got, my guy? What's Shane, up? What's up? Shane Taylor. We own you. Make Shane Taylor. Hey. Holla at your boy. Holla at your Shane boy. Shane Taylor promotion. Last hey. trap. Hey, come on. What, what we got? What, what, what hey. jobber slamming next year? Jobber tears. Hey, Make that happen. hey. Let's, you let's, hear that? Let's, 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 let's get this money. Let's get this money, Shane. Hey, listen, you got the black wrestler up and coming right here. You got the voice with all the choice right here, Shane Taylor. I'm talking about, listen, man, ain't no more charismatic than right here on the Life's Botch, man. Look, bro, we ready. We ready. Get the tribe up. Why? Get the tribe up, man. Hey. Y'all catch us next time, dog. We're going to be out this piece. It's time to try about. Let's go. Yes, sir. <laughs>